Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Acts, chapter 24. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray as we read this chapter that we would think about the opportunities you put in our lives to bring glory to you, to teach others about you. We pray that we would see these opportunities and take advantage of them. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Acts chapter 24. And after five days, the high priest Ananias came down with some elders and an attorney named Tertullus, all of whom brought charges against Paul to the governor. And when he had been summoned, Tertullus began to accuse him, saying, We have experienced much peace through you, and reforms are taking place in this nation through your foresight. Both in every way and everywhere we acknowledge this most excellent Felix with all gratitude. But so that I may not impose on you for longer, I implore you to hear us briefly with your customary graciousness. For we have found this man to be a public menace, and one who causes riots among all the Jews throughout the Roman Empire, and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes, who even attempted to desecrate the temple, and we arrested him. When you yourself examine him, you will be able to find out from him about all these things of which we are accusing him. And the Jews also joined in the attack, asserting these things were so. And when the governor gestured for him to speak, Paul replied, Because I know that you have been a judge over this nation for many years, I defend myself cheerfully with respect to the things concerning myself. You can ascertain that it has not been more than twelve days since I went up to Jerusalem to worship, and neither did they find me arguing with anyone or making a crowd develop in the temple courts, nor in the synagogues, nor throughout the city, nor can they prove the things to you concerning which they are now accusing me. But I do confess this to you, that according to the way, which they call a sect, so I worship the God of our fathers, believing all things that are in accordance with the law and that are written in the prophets, having a hope in God, which these men also themselves await, that there is going to be a resurrection of both the righteous and the unrighteous. For this reason also I myself always do my best to have a clear conscience toward God and people. So after many years I came to practice charitable giving and offerings to my people, in which they found me purified in the temple courts, not with a crowd or with a disturbance. But there are some Jews from Asia who ought to be present before you and bring charges against me if they have anything against me. Or these men themselves should say what crime they found when I stood before the Sanhedrin, other than concerning this one declaration that I shouted while standing there before them. I am being judged before you today concerning the resurrection of the dead. But Felix, because he understood the facts concerning the way more accurately, put them off, saying, When Lysias the military tribune comes down, I will decide your case. He ordered the centurion for him to be guarded and to have some freedom and in no way to prevent any of his own people from serving him. And after some days, when Felix arrived with his wife Drusilla, who was Jewish, he sent for Paul and listened to him concerning faith in Christ Jesus. And while he was discussing about righteousness and self-control and the judgment that is to come, Felix became afraid and replied, Go away for the present, and when I have an opportunity, I will summon you. At the same time, he was hoping that money would be given to him by Paul. For this reason, also, he sent to him as often as possible and talked with him. 
and when two years had passed, Felix received as successor Portius Festus, and because he wanted to do a favor for the Jews, Felix left Paul behind as a prisoner. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 23, the Jews tried to kill Paul, so the tribune, Claudius Lysias, sent Paul to Caesarea to the governor, Felix. Now, in this chapter, the Jewish leadership came down and hired an attorney named Tertullus to press charges against Paul. Tertullus starts his speech by praising Felix for the peace his administration has brought and the reforms he's carried out. It is stretching the truth to say that the Jews appreciated the reforms and the way Felix brought peace because, like many Roman governors, he would use brutal means. But he was also in it for himself. Nero recalled him to Rome on a charge of maladministration by the end of this chapter. But Tertullus states that Felix had brought them much peace, and then he charges that Paul is a danger to that peace. He accuses Paul of causing riots around the world and desecrating the temple. Starting riots and desecrating the temple were both illegal acts, according to Roman law. Probably the riots would be more concerning to them. Paul starts his defense without praising Felix's administration directly, but just stating Felix's experience and position. Paul says that the Jews have no proof for their charges and that their charges are not true. But Paul admits to be following the way, but he says that this is actually the hope of Israel. Paul brings up the resurrection during his speech. Paul also mentions some Jews from Asia This would be an argument against stirring up riots around the world because the Jews who should know about those things were not there. Besides, Ephesus was outside of Felix's jurisdiction. Felix had some knowledge of the way, and he puts off making a decision in Paul's case. He treats Paul reasonably well and calls him to speak to him regularly. Luke tells us his intention was to get a bribe from Paul. But in this way, Paul is able to preach to him about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment that is to come. So Felix heard the gospel, but he never decided Paul's case and left Paul in prison to do a favor to the Jews. He needed all the favor he could get since he was being recalled to Rome. And now for a deeper dive. If Paul had not been in prison, he would never have been allowed to speak to Felix the governor, especially not to preach to him. But God uses Paul's position as prisoner to accomplish this. As far as we know, Felix never turned to God and obeyed, but he heard, and that brings glory to God. So whatever position we find ourselves in, I believe God put us there for a reason, and God gives us opportunities And it's not a failure when people don't turn to God. It is still a success when we preach the gospel, when people hear the good news and also what they need to do and change in their lives. Do we see the opportunities that God is putting in our lives? And what are we doing about them? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.